What's good on this episode of Around the World? My guest Sophie Brown and I break down the entertainment industry and coronavirus. We talk about how actors are surviving while being out of work and their content generation. And we even share some stories from abroad and what it's like being in a conservatory program. It's all here. It's all live. It's all right now on Around the World. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Around the World episode. What episode are we on, man? Are we like, I don't know. We're, we're plowing through them now. I'm going to call Is this one. Si- I think uh, we might be three now because four. So so the way we do that, we I've completely been unorganized <laughs> and I've backed myself up like a ton of weeks. So everything's kind of out of order. Uh, this is six, six. Thank you, Jenna. All right. Six. So we're, at, yeah, yeah, that's yes. That's right. We're at six. Yeah. We're at yeah. six. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Uh, all right. That's a good round right. number. I like that. That's a good round number. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> welcome to around the world episode six. I'm still Zach Wold, always joined by my assistant and my producer, Jenna Wood. And my guest this week is an actress based in the Boston, New England area, making her way to New York this January. She's a Penn Stater and one of my dearest friends from the School of Theater at Penn State. It's Sophie Brown, everybody. Bring her in. Bring her in. Hey, guys. How's it going? Sophie here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, so wait. So I just said that because we just started talking about this um, uh, off the recording, but what what is going on with the room you're in here? I just okay. want to describe it for the audience real quick. It's, <laughs> okay. we gotta... Don't make it sound creepy. Don't make it sound... No, 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 no. I don't think it's creepy. It's no, just it's what slightly it is. creepy. I mean, I'll admit it. It's slightly creepy, but you got to make shift when you're in your parents' house. You don't got a lot of options. <laughs> we, okay. we have a we have an eggshell white paint job, uh, which is great. It's very very lovely. But then the only picture on the wall is like from like 1856. And I can't even like, it looks like, Let me I don't, describe what, it can to you, you describe, yeah, can of you course. describe yeah, yeah. What, Of course. So um, we got uh, th- uh, one celloist, I think two violin, three violinists. They might be different kinds of violins. I'm not going to say which, I don't know. Maybe violins, fiddles, um, the rest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. And you know, cool. it's, it's, it's a nice dark gray mixed with white. They look like sculptures. They're all old men. This is where I do myself tapes. So it's very plain, boring. I got my meeting set up here. It's historic. It's, it's exactly. Very... Yeah. I mean, I'm, we're making history. So I needed to pick the most historical room in the house. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining me today. We have a lot to cover today. Um, as always on Around the World, I am reading the articles so you do not have to. Today's topic is the entertainment industry. Uh, focusing mostly on Broadway and the movie industry at large. So without further ado, let's get into it. So the entertainment industry, a lot of actors have been out of work this year for a lot of various reasons, but the main one has obviously been the coronavirus. I know we're back on the coronavirus. Look, it's, it's everywhere. It's happening all the time. It's affected a lot of people and it's causing a lot of people 
to stress about pretty much everything, especially those that may have just graduated with a performing arts degree, because according to Forbes, uh, there have been a lot of winners and losers in the coronavirus pandemic as far as entertainment goes. The winners, according to Forbes, are obviously going to be the big streaming service. So Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, uh, especially HBO Max. We talked a little bit about that deal and the Christopher Nolan uh, attack on HBO Max and Warner Brothers a couple episodes ago. So these services are obviously winning because everybody's in the house and everybody's, you know, been watching streaming services but while there are a few big winners there's a lot of losers and the losers are basically everyone else and it, it, like it's it's really not funny i mean <laughs> namely us yeah especially us especially <laughs> us we'll <laughs> we'll get into that but um <laughs> sorry 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 no, 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 you're totally good. It's it's namely live performance-based mediums, so most notably Broadway. Getting into Broadway, uh, CNBC's Sarah Witten wrote an article um, that basically broke this entire thing down. So it says, during the last Broadway season, so May 28th, 2018 to May 26th, 2019, shows garnered more than one point. $83 billion, marking its highest grossing season in history. Uh, and this was published by the Broadway League in their annual report. So the league hasn't released the numbers for 2019 to the 2020 season, which would have ended in May. But we know that Broadway snared only around $300 million in ticket sales in 2020 before shutting down. That's insane. And it also left thousands and thousands and thousands of actors, dancers, singers, performers in general out of work. So Broadway has been closed since March, 2020, putting count, like I just said, putting countless actors, dancers, singers, all out of performance work until 2021. And even then we still don't have a reopen date. So yeah, while the vaccines are coming out and everything like that, it is crazy. While the vaccines and everything <laughs> like that are coming out, we still have no real day to look forward to that Broadway is going to reopen. And it's a billion dollar industry in New York that is, is, is being just squeezed dry. Moving on to uh, some actors' stories, another NBC article followed one Broadway actor and his that was cast in The Inheritance, which actually me and Sophie were lucky enough to see in London, and we'll get into that later. That but was crazy. Uh, in the American production, one of the actors uh, had just gotten cast, and it was supposed to be the biggest show on Broadway at the time, and it was gonna it should have opened a ton of doors for him. If you know The Inheritance, you know Broadway at all, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And now he finds himself uh traveling the country visiting national parks teaching acting classes online on zoom to make ends meet no. which is a creative way to get through it but still you know these opportunities are being ripped away from so many actors now let's That's transition so over to the i know so let's transition over to the movie industry uh which has gotten a little bit more traction because they've been able to pass regulations on set however from what i've read these not even restrictions but these like codes and guidelines are actually pretty insane they're necessary but a day on set doesn't look anything like i imagine it did a year ago so this is from matt donnelly at variety there's a very complicated process for a film set to run with covid regulations most notably with the introduction of the covid compliance office officer 
which Donnelly has deemed the quote, new sheriff in town. The compliance officer on the set that Donnelly visited specifically needed four certifications before getting the job. According to the article on the set of The Knocking, which is an indie horror film uh, from producers Maurice Vedita and Eric B. Fleischman, talent must get tested once every three days and crew once every work week. And it gets even crazier than that. And this is just the prep. There was a whole thing about everything else. It is literally just the prep work. So upon arrival at the set, Donnelly was met by the compliance officer and the officers and the officers stated that they were going to need to wash their hands in a portable sink before even getting on set and walked them through it. Literally, as they were washing their hands at the sink, the officer was like back front between the fingers, between the backs of the fingers, fingertips, thumbs, wrists. That's literally a direct quote from this article from this guy. And that's just the beginning. Like many more regulations have been put in place for close quarter shooting, intimacy, and so on. But even with these measures in place, it's becoming increasingly hard for non-established actors to get a, a foot in the door, a chance in the industry especially those graduating with their BFAs in acting, musical theater, and dance in 2020, with just a small sliver of hope for those graduating in 2021. Is that a quote from the article? No, I wrote that. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> no, I, I wrote that. All not right, to be right, completely, right. Not to be completely <laughs> gloomy. <laughs> not to be completely gloomy. There's okay, still okay. hope, folks. There's no, just hope. a sliver, though. <laughs> just a sliver. Just a sliver. Well, look, I mean, here's the thing. No, like, it's facts. It's, I mean, it's true. It's true. It's just. But you got to find that hope and like work with, make it work, spread it out, spread it thin. <laughs> spread it thin. You got to, you got to make it last. You got to make it last. Exactly. I mean, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but well, first of all, Sophie and I graduated in the same BFA and acting class from Penn State. Uh, shout, shout out, out class of 2020. Shout out 2020, y'all know who you are. Um, uh, but, you know, we found out in March about the pandemic and then our showcase was coming up and then all of that kind of uh, started to grow into a false reality um, in the coming months forward. And, you know, I didn't think we lost hope for a while. No, we I were mean, texting when you were getting on I got off the plane from spring break and you were like driving back to school and I was like yeah I'm going back in a week like mm -hmm. this isn't gonna last forever hope we were like hoping that we would still like come around and start rehearsing for a showcase and then do that like I didn't own up to the idea of not going back and graduating until it was in my face like you're not allowed to come back well it was literally like I remember thinking to myself like Cause like some things were getting, like, I'll be honest, some things were getting canceled and like things I didn't want to do were getting canceled. And mm -hmm. at, a, at a time where you thought that, I mean, I'm just going to be real, but at a no, time yeah. that uh, we, we no, talked she, about, we yeah, talked Jen, about it Jen a lot. laughing at me. I'm like, well, no, I mean, it's true. And like, I'm not ashamed. Cause when you're a senior, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you kind of feel like I've done this. I'm ready for like something like, more you know yeah like you you, you made working. your youtube series the second that school stopped and you like had a free minute to like whoa wait this is what i want to do i can just do this right now like but we right. didn't have a free minute until that point 
That's a, that's a really good point. Um, yeah. I mean, anybody that's ever been in a conservatory program just knows like the kind of time commitment and the demand that you have to put in it and there's nothing you can really do about it. But, you know, senioritis was setting in. I thought the pandemic was going to last for two months and then we'd be out of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, lo and behold, it was completely just like Vanessa Hudgens. I mean, yeah. Right. What about it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't see your Instagram live from the beginning of COVID? No, what was it? Oh my God, you gotta go watch it. Or maybe Jenna can like insert it in this moment in the podcast. But she was just like, it was her just doing an Instagram live. She was clearly like drunk or high or something. Yeah, and yeah. She, she was like, I mean, do we really think that this is gonna last forever? Like, it's Dude, something. it was look. like, and then she was like, I probably shouldn't be doing this right now. And then she like ended the live. <laughs> Look, call me ignorant or whatever. That's fine. Everyone thought was. that. Everyone thought that. Yeah, you know what I mean? You had, we had, I had faith that we'd get out anyways. And now, you know what? It just pisses me off because like now, like Australia's having music festivals. Oh, I know? saw that too. I was so annoyed. I, I didn't like, not even like I'd be dying to be at a music festival. Like I just want to like go to a bar or like a restaurant right. and like not yeah. be stressed. Schmooze like wouldn't that be nice bit. to just hang I would. out i would um uh anyways but yeah so so i guess what i was saying circling all the way back to yeah, my sorry. uh beautifully written point from before um the you know it wasn't hopeless but like now <laughs> i think the class of 2021 is getting a little bit of a sliver of hope because mm -hmm. uh of the vaccine and we're gonna find out soon enough like how it's really going to be affecting people um and then hopefully you know things can pull together by the end of the school year and the 2021 grads can have you like a good opportunity to yeah. get in the workforce um i, I hope so. anyways i mean just for us too like we could slide in with that like exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> some opening <laughs> age like fine wine baby over one year we're back we're back we're back. back like we never fucking left man <laughs> Exactly. Like we never left. I mean, we really didn't. We just got completely. We totally. We didn't even say bye. I think. No, we did. Well, me and you said bye because we had our own graduation, little yeah. ceremony. That's true. Everybody kind of immediately just. I mean, what were we supposed to do? You know what I mean? It wasn't. We like had we to go back and get our stuff. It was yeah. in our apartments. Yeah, <laughs> we I had know. no choice. That end of the semester was bananas, man. I think um, back on that and I'm like, damn, I thought that was bad. And now we're in like the winter of COVID. And I'm like, it, the phrase, it can get worse is really true. You know, yeah. like when, <laughs> when it was summer, like, okay, COVID, it was sad. But like, at least we were, when we were outside, it was like, nice. Like, right, now yeah, we're you really trapped. Outside. I know. <laughs> now we're really trapped inside. Pennsylvania just shut down all of their uh, indoor dining. So did New York. Perfect time for me. Yeah, they knew I was yeah. coming. They were like, we can't have this girl. In our I know. So LA knew too. <laughs> LA was like, yeah. We're, well, no, they've just been doing it. Because I've been saying I'm going to move for like pretty much every single month up until now. And they've yeah. think shut down every single month until mm -hmm. and then they like reopen because they think I'm not coming. Because they knew you were coming. They were like, well, we got to pop off. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask you, so like kind of going off of um, what we were just talking about, uh, I wanted to ask you the question, because obviously both of us have been trying to adjust to 
coming out of college with the degree that many would question, um, especially now when there's like a completely depleted industry. Uh, I want to ask you, like, what have you been doing in like in your free time to, to, you know, keep the spark alive as an actress, uh, that, you know, um, and, and just this weirdest of times and, uh, and you know, how are you creating content and just anything you'd like to share about that? So at the beginning of the summer, I just felt like I needed to make a website and just get everything that I did at school, like onto one cohesive, like almost like as a closing portfolio for myself. Like I really haven't put that much more stuff on it since I finished it. Um, mostly because I haven't done that much since then, like work-wise that I've been, that I, that would be worthy of putting on there. But um, it felt good to get that out because then I was like, okay, I have something to show because we didn't get showcased. And that was like so important to me when I joined the program, I was like, it's going to be this final moment for me. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that I cried about not having showcase. But yeah. after I finished my um, website, it was like this weird, like, okay, like that's my showcase in a way. Like right. I, I filmed the videos that the scenes that we were going to do for showcase, I put them on there. It felt like a closing moment for me. And since then I've kind of just been like making TikToks, like creative creativity wise. I think it's honestly so fun. I talked to this girl who did, who like works, she kind of does like what Jenna does for your podcast, but for like the main TikTok people like out in LA, Mm -hmm. I got connected with her somehow. And she was just like, if you're an actress, why don't you just take all this time and just put all of your creative juices instead of waiting for auditions to come just into making your own stuff, which you picked up on that way at the beginning of COVID, like when you started your web series and I like slid in there a little bit, but I didn't fully like understand what, what she meant until I kind of started doing it. And I was like, oh, whenever I just have a funny idea, instead of just sitting on it, I'll just make it a funny video or like write it down in my notes and think about it and ponder it for later. Like it doesn't need to, the only way to express your acting skills isn't through gaining this amazing role through an audition that's just going to fall into your lap. Like it just doesn't happen like that. And it's so weird how it, cause that's what you prep for all of college, but that's just not the industry. It's just not. There's so many, and we talked, uh, we talked a little bit about this in one of my previous episodes. Well, first of all, I just want to say that, I mean, dude your your tiktoks are hilarious because they are absolutely 100 percent you every single time thanks they don't always make sense like and i put them at real at really random moments but that's what this girl was saying to me she was like because sometimes when i think about social media i think i need to have my makeup done my hair done the lighting needs to be perfect i need to edit it and like and then she was like no like do it when you're in your pjs because that's when you're funniest like exactly no and i don't know how to make that make sense but it just makes sense when you wake up and you don't really care about what you look like and you make a funny joke like then when you get ready and put on makeup and find that good lighting it's not funny anymore like exactly. just do it right then and and, right. and look shitty <laughs> you know like <laughs> tip number one look shitty <laughs> you'll but always do better when you look like shit no 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 100 no i'm not i'm not uh i'm not i don't know why you. that's been working for me because in school i felt like i tried really hard to always appear this certain way because my 
Sophie at school in the school of theater always had these roles that were like these bitchy sorority girls and like these girls that were so mean and it was funny and sometimes I would get the funny ones but I always was like molded into that when I was there and like I know we've talked about this too like you kind of had the same thing but Mm -hmm. then when you get out you kind of feel this freedom of just wait that's not the only role I can play I can play this funny ass weirdo who's like drinking carrot juice like yeah you know Uh, like (laughs) no because it's you that's the thing yeah like I feel like I feel like a lot of people can relate um that have gone through a program that like we've gone through where it's you know you're always trying to find the heart of like who you actually are. You know, they're like acting is all about like reacting. Uh, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Um, like, uh, uh, my God, I'm looking for the word, you know, like cordially, not cordially, like, uh, living, like living in the, like living in the moment. Yeah, you're just living truthfully. You're you li- just have yeah, to react just- to, to what you just said. I just reacted to. And that's like all they tried to you just, put through it, our brains exactly what you're saying about like you making these like TikToks and everything like doing it in your pjs everything else like that is literally based bare bones you you're probably gonna think it's funnier which means other people you're gonna if you have pure joy in something other people will follow i think that's i think that's kind of the heart of it and that was and when i did the youtube thing in quarantine you know that was exactly how i felt and um it's which when i did with you was so fun it was like the best day ever we were laughing the whole time that was a blast i i wish i still i wish I. you had had that crew on you all the time like that's the hard thing about doing something more serious like that you need an editing crew and the camera guys and all of your buddies who would be those extra roles like you don't really get that when you're living in when you're working in the egg room yeah uh, yeah I, I have my own egg room uh yeah dude the parents crib isn't uh necessarily the best <laughs> studio for anything but um it's all right we're gonna be out soon uh before we get on to anything else uh say sophie what is your website url what is your tiktok handle i want to plug ah, you thank um, you absolutely hmm. so my website is sophiebrown.me um that's it um my tiktok.me what is my tiktok url i don't even know guys i'm kind of nervous living in the moment that's at it um oh it's sophie h brown with two n's go check her out she's absolutely hilarious and that's my instagram Um, name too yes yes get her on the gram actually you know what we'll um we'll plug that on the instagram jenna can we plug those on the instagram thank you thank you wow that's excellent um yeah fantastic loving this uh, yeah man um but also something that i've just been thinking about today too please. is i'm i'm just gonna throw this in there like i just feel like supporting your other cohorts who are doing creative things is really important because ran like that's like where you get the most love you know like when you mm. post something like i posted a little singing video today on my instagram and i was kind of nervous about it and then um, I got a, a, like a couple responses from people and it, and it just like, even though, you know, they're your friends and they have to say that kind of stuff, it's still nice. And I feel like that's the, that, that, um, or like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It helps your creative friends, like be more comfortable to do that kind of stuff. Cause it's a little 100%. scary. 
when, when you go to acting school, you get handed a script and you pr and we practice being other characters for four years. And now the only way for us to be creative is to be our own characters. And it's different. And it's like, I don't know, it, it's helpful when you get when you have friends like me and you who, who just like pump each other up, you know? It Absolutely. It's important to build your camp like that. Yeah. Especially going in, especially going into what we're going into, which is just gonna be a you know, very much a lifetime of no's and then a couple mm -hmm. of big lucky yeses if we're yeah. lucky. And but you um, make through the connections that you that you make through making friends in the industry. Absolutely. I love one of my favorite uh comedians, his name is Andrew Schultz. I was listening to him on another podcast. It was probably Joe Rogan, but he talks about you know, make sure your own well is full. So, cause if your well is full, yeah. then you can like, then you have something to give, you know what I mean? You can't mm -hmm. like, you gotta like charity starts at home. No, I like and, that. And then like keeping your tight circle, like up and whatever, like that's going to have, you're going to have yourself a great group of friends. That's going to push you to your best self. And yeah, mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. That's a really good, I love that. Yeah, thanks. Aww. I'm so happy I'm to see so, you. I know. I'm so I wish that we could like hang out, but we're so far. I know. Away. I know. Yeah. We, Jenna uh, too. Love you, Jenna. Yeah, for real. Love um, you. I'm lucky to have uh, Jenna's pretty close by. I haven't seen her in person, but she's she's in Pittsburgh with me. Um, four one two. Four one two. Well. Yes, sir. Yeah, semi. I'm a hybrid. <laughs> But the <laughs> just like the just like the hip hop rap song, just like the hip hop rap song. Yeah, Come on, throw in, your, throw in your first line, throw in your first line. No, dude, I know no. they want to hear it. Do it. So bad. No, do it I don't know it. I, I have no idea. Okay, okay, whatever. Like, I can tell. It was, it was like, yeah, it was, it was good. Like, that was like the opener to our hip hop music. <laughs> Should we get into it? We did good though. We did um, what we could. I mean, I, me and Zach. <laughs> I really Let's won't try. live down this video performance that someone has of me doing this. Like, I just hope it never resurfaces of me Which trying one? to rap. The one of me oh, trying to rap that... to Mac Miller's beat and uh, um, to uh, Miss Calls. Yeah. To Miss Calls, me and Zach tried to write a little, a little ditty. You know, we didn't have a choice. <laughs> um, we did not have a choice. Like, we had to. It was for school. We did good though. We were and, invested. We really tried. Man, yeah, Cedric we Avenue, tried our baby, best. I'm not a I'm an actress, you know. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. Man, hell yeah. No, we did good. We did good. I mean, look, we we did a lot of uh we did a lot of really weird stuff. Yeah. I'd say I'd say that was probably higher on our list of like things that we accomplished. Um the the I mean, what I will never live down is okay, yeah, the the it. the early childhood uh, performance. You remember when we did? It wasn't like four kids, but like we basically had to devise a piece from like things from our childhood, and no, it was no, no, no. You just brought it back to the forefront of my memory. I, I buried know, it so dude. deep. I, I buried know. it so deep. So deep, <gasps> dude. You forgot about that. I right? forgot about it. I literally yeah. forgot about it, and that haunted me for a really long time. That performance. Traumatizing. Look, we put a like we gave it a good effort. The idea was there. It just like didn't. It just totally failed. The idea was barely so, there. Sometimes, like, so, what hey, was listen. the idea? <laughs> Sometimes things <laughs> fall apart. Sometimes things fall apart. What is right? this no. project you're talking about? What We're is this? Like, what is the premise of this project? I don't think I I've ever heard of it. 
I just want to give a quick overview for anybody that like doesn't like, okay. So at least in our curriculum, basically this is what I get this question a lot. When I tell people that I was an acting major, our basic curriculum is like, it's all studio based classes and your main three uh, blocks are like physical approaches to acting. Like your, your, your well-known techniques. Like when we were in school, we did Meisner, Stanislavski, all that. And then like, of a strictly like vocal approach, like how to use your voice, like get into things like that. So this particular piece was um, in one of our physical approaches studios. Um, but, oh, we man. like the teacher <laughs> wanted to do like a, a child, like an embrace your childhood segment that we all co-wrote. And I think that's where it started to get messy because there are nine different people. We all were, on different planets. I saw this. Creativity wise. Like yeah, we, okay. we're, all, we're all such different. <laughs> I saw this. Okay, yeah. I thank God no one took a video. And then the worst part was at the end, our, um, what would you call him? Like our director, the school theater director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, came up yeah, to our... us and was like, that was one of the rawest, most amazing pieces I've ever seen. It's Cause like, we were all like just crying and, on the inside. And, the, and, and we were like, uh, what? Think, it's like, really, man? I mean, that was the, look, it, like, the, again, like, concept, everything, like, all of that was solid. It was just, it was like you said, we all had vast, we're all so different. We Every, were all such different people, which was great when we were doing casting stuff. Yeah. You know, some things <laughs> just don't come together. I remember, yeah. like, like, I, like, yeah, man. Uh, oh, God. I mean, I could even picture trying to like co-write like based on one loose base idea with like that with nine different people would be hard in any setting. That's all I'm saying. Like handlebars <laughs> by that was my that was my contribution. I wanted to write something around the song oh, handlebars no. by. How does that song by, go again? I don't even know. I can ride my get, bike, ride my with, bike no handle, with no handlebars. Handlebar. Hey, no no handlebars. Hey, no handlebars. We're like, we're like hey. conga line and And this dude. was how we, and yeah, we danced through it and we're like, I can ride my bike with no handlebars. No Brutal. Handlebar. Brutal. People had to oh, see Oh, wow. That. I really forgot about that. I apologize. That's the only thing I'll apologize. Well, now we told for. everyone about it again, so. Yeah, so it's, it's back. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man, dude. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, there were some days were rougher than others. Like, I mean, what, what we we had a good crazy. time. It was crazy until the last second when we were doing a play as, as farm animals, and um, yeah, true. I was a I was a pig, and was I a pig? I no, was, I was a horse. You I were was a pig. pig. I was most. And I had person. to be milked. Everyone, okay, everyone. Jenna had to be milked. On the record, <laughs> Jenna had to be milked. And every exactly. single Milk. person, yeah, who we told what? about. No, it. I did not. I was not. I was not the milker in this situation. No, who I, was the milker? Wasn't it Cole? Who, milk? who milked? I think it was. No, it was me and Cole. Cole was no, no, you and Cole, Cole were milked. Cole had the funniest line at that moment. What was it? It was <laughs> my udders are about to burst. To burst. Yes. <laughs> yes. Correct. Correct. Okay, so picture Zach as a pig and me as a horse, and we're both at P Man's, and all of our buddies are like, "Yo, nay for us," and I'm just like, "Yo, fuck me." Off. <laughs> just trying to, yeah, just trying to get a mind. Like I'm just out have a drink. So, it's yo. 11 p.m. I'm sober because I just got out of rehearsal at 10:30. We literally ran here, <laughs> spent fifty dollars on line leap to just be in the building. 
I ain't neighing for nobody. And all my friends are already blacked out and I'm just like sick. I'll just go. It was dope. And then like walk into class, walk into our acting studio. At least I walked into the acting studio with with a like crack and a thing of Pedialyte uh, oh, more my. often than not. No, right the worst. Our director of our program was miserable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, worst senior year moment when you picked me up for that media meeting with like all of the school <laughs> of theater. And I swear to God, I texted Zach like 10 minutes before it was the class time. I was like, please tell me you're driving or I'm skipping and like, you're not allowed to skip. So he was like, yo, I'll scoop you in literally two minutes. I came down, probably smelled absolutely vile. Like I walked to class at this, the rate of two miles, like 1.5 miles per hour. Like, I hope that's not fast in walking terms, but I was holding a bag of Cheerios. That, that could be fast. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I was walking snail speed. Tell me that, Jenna. Tell us that's not fast. <laughs> it can't be fast because if you think about it, like six miles per hour would be like a 10 minute mile pace. And you're going... okay. Yeah. So I was walking yeah, 0.5 so like miles going, per hour. Pretty slow. Holding yeah. a bag of Cheerios, making Zach stop at every crosswalk to go like. I I just remember pulling up and I have my buddy in the car. Um, and I was I like, hey, we turned down the music. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I swing up to the I swing up to the apartment. And, and Zach he, drives he like a maniac. Fist in like, oh, relax. You're fist in a box of Cheerios. And yeah, well, I'm like cranking ASAP Ferg probably first thing in the morning. At like 8 a.m. I'm like, you chill? <laughs> driving to class. And so if he's like, turn down the music, I'm whipping down Beaver. That was so uh, funny. Uh, oh my God. Oh, man. I miss those times. And I, I'm pretty I sure I left time. halfway through. Yeah, I don't know did. if you, I, you did. <laughs> well, well, we were sitting in the meeting. Yeah. And that, okay. Like, this is, this is, these are my top worst moments that were recorded. Oh yeah. These, these are probably the major <laughs> lowlights. Like we actually did like a lot, like, like. We did a I lot mean, of hard work. <laughs> we did. We did do a lot of hard work. We, and we don't let this deter you. Plenty to show for it. The, um, the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you know this story, but oh there was one day that we were in. Um, we had a we had a musical theater like singing class, and our exams were basically you had to come in and do like a thirty-two bar cut oh. of like you basically had to just come in and sing for people mm -hmm. that don't you know whatever. But it was at like nine a.m. on Friday, so just like yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so just to make you hate your life. <laughs> I, I like I I was you know I um I walked home probably like six hours before and I uh I got to class and we had this exam that day and I woke up so just I was feeling rough I was throwing up for probably an hour like about an hour before mm. I got to class so I decided to wear my wrinkly like you had to dress nice for these things. I decided <laughs> to wear my wrinkly white uh, rush polo for my fraternity. Oh, perfect. And jeans and like the rattiest boat shoes I've ever seen in my life. I went <laughs> and um, I was sitting there and I knew I had to, like I knew I, we were sitting in 112 and I, I knew I had to yak again. Which is so far and from the bathroom. I know. Well, and then one of one, so one of our classmates is up there and she's like singing and I like, just feel it coming up. And I'm like, really trying to like hold myself together. And she finishes. And as soon as she finishes, like everybody kind of starts clapping. I immediately, I don't say anything to anybody. I just run out of the room. No. And 
I could, I made it about five feet and they have trash cans in the hallways of the theater building. And I let green loco go all over the hallway trash can, like in the middle of class. Luckily nobody else was in there. And I, I come up for air and I'm wearing this white shirt and I just have a green line mm. down mm. my white shirt. And I go back in and I sang awesome. and I think I got- What song did you sing? Um, what day that was is- that? It might help jog my memory. Was it the businessman one? That was sophomore year. That was, I did uh, Has Succeed. Was it that day? It was that day. I thought day. that was good. I remember that. I mean, it if was that bullshit because I couldn't hit the top. Uke, if that was after a hallway <laughs> uke, then man, you are a success. Like, <laughs> uh, we're going places. <laughs> we could oh be going places. Oh my God. We've seen, man, yeah, me and you have seen a lot. London, too. London, me and Zach went to Ireland together. We went. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day we in went, Ireland did together. We, did we travel on the same plane to Barcelona? No, we didn't. We traveled well, on remember, the same plane well, I remember to Italy. Going to, I remember going to Ireland and we went through like, we were going through the tiny airport like that was in the city and you uh-huh. got stopped because you brought like- Of course, like, I the, always did. Okay, well, you let's had talk about enti- how Zach saved my life every time we got onto the airport. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you it was, was a guarantee <laughs> every time that I was going to have to do something because we got to the airport and Sophie literally had like her bag of clothes <laughs> and then another bag with an entire Sephora kiosk in it. And, and we, I couldn't. No, I mean, that's what? too true. Okay. So in Europe, <laughs> they give you a tiny little plastic bag. And even if your items are I'm like under sure the- that's everywhere. I think no, in like, America, if really your items Europe? are under the, the- ounce limit you can still bring you can them still travel but in okay. europe they need to all be under the ounce limit and fit in like a four by four plastic bag tell me what woman on planet earth can fit shampoo conditioner makeup lotion like a- every single item into this size bag like it, it was impossible so zach if i wasn't able to scheme myself into looking like two separate people with two different like which i would do sometimes then I would have Zach like fill his bag. What? How did you items. do that? How? What do you mean? How did that? One did time that I work? set myself through. What? I think you weren't there, so I had to do this. I set my stuff through customs, not through customs, through the security like thingy. Then I walked out and went back through with the other half of my stuff, and I let my stuff just like sit at the end of the thing until I came through and, and looked like two different people like grabbing both things that's the thing that's the extent that i will go to for my products if that i'll never for, well i'll out. never forget there was the one day that we had done <laughs> spring break like we had like different tracks for a spring break and you had gotten to barcelona before me and we were going to a broad fest and i saw oh, I, I ended up running into you and eric mm-hmm. um and shout out eric. i was a shout out eric <laughs> eric i miss you man i hope you're well Oh, he's really um, going to appreciate this when he listens. No, seriously, dude. I miss I miss him. He's a good dude. Uh, but, well, proven by this story, I, I, run, <laughs> into so- I run into Sophie and Eric uh, at this just massive bar in Barcelona. And I was like, yo, what's good? Like, I'm like hyped up, whatever. It's a broad fest. And Eric goes, it's all gone. Everything's <laughs> gone. And I was like, what do you mean? Then he goes, Sophie's wallet, the, the phone, everything's gone. <laughs> like they're oh, both no. And I'm just standing there probably crying, right? Stopping. Just, just, just stopping. <laughs> I was like, oh, just loudly bad time. sobbing. <laughs> Hashtag bad time. Um and this, meanwhile, this is oh God. It was like two in the morning. Like that was such a mess. 
Brutal. So yeah, now but, you guys have known all of my lowest moments in life. But hey, it, it, you know what? It, we've bounced back immensely and from those we moments. Are. We we kind of we killed Theater Academy of London. Uh, we did. We made, Me and we Zach, made the most. We of went. That. To, we went into Covent Garden. Got sushi all the time. All the time. Thai food. I don't think I've ever all the time. All the we, time. Never ate at home. Like we, we a couple times like tried to go on these like quick diets where we would be like we're just gonna eat veggies and chicken and then it and would then, just taste um, absolutely awful like what i just i didn't really know how to could, cook when we were in we London. couldn't really and cook yeah we couldn't cook but then anytime we, you wouldn't cook you'd be like come on let's go get thai food and then i ate like <laughs> 80 pounds of thai food that trip but i wouldn't take yeah. any of it back because no. i had a blast yeah. and uh and yeah, you're my soul sister forever. Yeah, oh, I love so. you. I'm so happy that I was on, got to be on this podcast. I'm so made, happy. You made were my here. whole day. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming. We covered whole a lot month, today. Honestly, we yeah. did. Yeah, we covered a lot. Um, for the listeners out there, you're doing great. You made it through six episodes. I'm stoked to still have you. I hope you keep coming back. I'm still having fun. I hope y'all are too. And we're going to have, we're booking more and more guests by the day. Again, like Jenna has it all organized. I don't even know who we have anymore because the list is so big. So episodes are coming. It's going to be great. Um, Sophie, thank you so much for being here. It's so good to see you. Um, Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I love your podcast. I love all the creativity that you've been flowing with recently. It's awesome. It's hilarious. Real quick, give us those links one more time. We're going to throw them on the gram for you. Oh, uh, thank you. Okay, my website is sophiebrown.me. My TikTok and my Instagram is sophiehbrown with two Ns. sophiehbrown with two Ns. TikTok and Insta. sophiebrown.me is the website. Thank you for coming back to Around the World. We will see you next week. Bye, I'm out. guys.